Hello everyone, my name is Sandri Kobjan. Welcome to my podcast devoted to stock selection, portfolio construction, risk management, fundamental analysis, equity valuation, and useful applications for stock investors. Today's episode I want to devote to a very important topic, that is how to choose stocks and build your stock portfolio. But first, let me introduce myself. I've been working for many years in the second tire banks, in the commercial banks, in the treasury departments, where I was responsible for liquidity management, for trading. I worked on the equity, on FX, on money market desks, and I was managing risk. I was building the portfolios consisting of stocks and bonds. And since my podcast is devoted to stocks only, I will be talking about stocks, stock selection, portfolio construction. After working for many years in the second tire banks, I've worked there for more than 10 years, I moved to teaching. And for two years, I was teaching financial management, fundamental analysis, and I was teaching investors how to choose valuable stocks that will be tailored to investors' appetite. And today, I want to share my knowledge, and I will be speaking about all the things that you need to know, all the basic, all the essential things that you need to know about the stock market. And let me start with today's topic. First, let me start with the stock selection process and portfolio construction process. And then I will tell you why I never rely on the analyst's opinion. I will share my approach to how I choose stocks and what are the most important moments I pay attention to. First, I divide my portfolio into short-term stocks, usually up to one year, and the mid-term or longer-term stocks. It can be the mid-term stocks and can be longer-term stocks in the portfolio, but in this example, let's consider shorter-term stocks and longer-term stocks and I unite the mid-term and longer-term stocks in this category, into one category in this description. So for longer-term stocks, let's say it's a year to five years, the proportion of longer versus shorter-term stocks mainly depend on my investment goals and capital. If I'm investing larger capital, I will choose more stable value stocks of well-known companies those businesses I understand. My portfolio would consist mainly of longer-term stocks. I hope you understand my idea here, but please don't choose just some stock that you see is trading very well. You should analyze it, you should undertake the fundamental analysis before deciding and once you find really value stocks with great fundamentals then you can invest for a longer term not for a short term because you will be losing on commissions on the tradings on the price uh, fluctuations often 
and there is a high probability that your capital will not survive on the long term. That's why my goal here is to find really value stocks of well-known companies and then invest for a longer term because their price will rebound in the longer term. I hope this makes sense. And if I am a smaller, I have a smaller capital, well, let's say less than $50,000, I'm switching more to shorter term growth stops that can generate broader profits and are more volatile in nature, yes. Because if I have smaller capital, I'm interested to increasing this capital to making more money as fast as I can. And that's why the term is slightly smaller, the investment investment term. That's why I'm saying shorter term stocks. It's worth mentioning that I'm, I still would have some portion of larger term stocks in my portfolio, but this portion would be significantly smaller than the shorter term, more volatile stocks. To know the exact portion of each stock in my portfolio in percentage term, I use different portfolio management models. The Markowitz model, it's a modern portfolio management theory. Uh, to get the minimum possible portfolio loss, given my required rate of return. Uh, simply say this model divides the stocks or any other assets, but since we're talking about stocks here, I am referring to stocks. This model divides stocks in your portfolio to percentages and shows you what the percentage of each stock you should buy in your portfolio in order to get the lowest possible volatility given your required return that you provide that you want. If you cannot use different portfolio management models or don't have experience using them, in that case, you can use very cool web-based application. It's very simple. That will help you find stocks tailored to your investment goals and help you construct your efficient portfolio. Efficient portfolio. If you choose this option, you don't have to do manual calculations and use complex financial ratios. Go to the web app, open the web application, it is called Diverset, and answer four simple questions. The app will find stocks ideal for you and construct your efficient portfolio. The efficient portfolio is the portfolio that is minimizing your volatility given your required return that I've explained to you above. It's all that simple. Now you know how to construct your portfolio and find stocks easily. But continue listening if you're interested in manual stock search and want to understand how the stock selection process starts for me. To start my stock search, I start with an idea and see what the most interesting stocks for the short-term and long-term can be. For example, during our COVID lockdown, this coronavirus lockdown, I was interested in discount store stocks because many people were losing their jobs and were interested in saving money. I also looked at the value stocks of larger companies for a longer term because many United States citizens were getting money from the government as help during COVID times. These people actively invested this money into popular, well-known company stocks. 
all I'm trying to say is that short-term stock selection depends heavily on the current moment and that will be the great demand among people. The long-term stock selection process depends on other things, including but not limited to a longer-term company vision, company debt structure, positive and stable free cash flow dynamics, good operating numbers, stable gross or operating margin, for example, decreasing costs and other things from the financial reports. Of course, they would depend on the figures that you are considering. Moreover, you should like the company and understand its operations to accurately calculate and forecast financial data. It's vital for your analysis. Then, after I finish the first stage of my stock selection, I use financial ratios, price to earnings, price to free cash flow, PEG ratio, and other ratios that can be specific to a certain industry or certain company. To, I use these ratios to compare the company to its closest peers to answer the question, is my selected company stocks trading cheap to its peer stocks or I should consider other stocks from the peer group? It's worth mentioning that the financial ratios you will use depend on the company, industry, its products or services. Never use only standard ratios, because if you do so, you risk missing critical key elements in the financial data and coming up to the wrong conclusions. After I found stocks that look cheaper than their peers, I start analyzing the company, its business and its services. I read the management's letter and try to understand the company's vision regarding the company's long-term goals its expansion, market share, and the current challenges. I need this information to make accurate forecast when I go to the next stage. Now, on the next stage, I can examine the company's financial statements to make financial forecasts. I'm examining cost, income, revenue, asset, debt structure, and free cash flow. I also examine the cost of money on the money market, it's all done to forecast its free cash flow and calculate WAC, that is the weighted average cost of capital. Or sometimes you can hear that people refer to WAC as required rate of return. When I calculate the company's terminal value, then after this step I calculate the terminal value TV, discount terminal value and my forecasted cash flow, free cash flow by the weighted average cost of capital sum everything up and get the company's enterprise value. I then add cash from the balance sheet and subtract the company's debt from the balance sheet to get the company's market capitalization. And finally, I divide market capitalization by the number of company's shares, shares outstanding in the balance you can find. I get a company's target price. This model is called DCF or discounted cash flow. Of course, it is a little bit more complicated than that. I am explaining easily here. That's why I provide only vital, very important moments. But if you want to learn this model in deep and want to try it yourself and want to get built Excel model, you can take my financial course. It is called Financial Instruments and Analysis, a practical guide. You can find this course on Udemy. It is 11-hour course, and after this course, you will be able to find the valuable investment ideas yourself and use this model 
and calculate the uh, stock target price or fair value using this DCF model. I use this model mainly for larger companies. I consider the company a good investment if its target price is at least 20% higher than its current market price. The stock target price approximates the future value of company stock based on the forecasted financial data. Now suppose I deal with the short-term, more volatile growth stocks with a smaller company. In that case, I usually use another model, DDM, dividend discount model, where I forecast dividends using the Pratt and Gordon model and then discount the dividends by the required rate of return. If you want to learn this model in depth, you can also take my financial course on Udemy, the same course, and I explain about this model also. If the company is small and not paying dividends, I may use only multiplicators and skip this step, the, the last two steps, the last two models, I mean DCF and DDM. You can learn about the, this model, multiplicators model, also in my course. In this case, I only compare the company's financial ratios to its closest peers. If you don't have expertise in calculating stock target price or stock fair value, sometimes analysts refer to it like this, or don't have time for manual calculations, uh, you can use very cool iOS application to calculate the stock target price if you have a, an iPhone. This app is called Stock Target Price. You can find it on App Store, it's exclusively on App Store. And just try it, the application is very, very great and it calculates everything in, in a second. After I came up with the list of value and growth stocks and decided that I would buy them after my analysis, it's time to construct a stock portfolio. I can use the web-based application Diverset that I was talking about earlier you can find the link to the application in uh, my podcast. If you scroll down, see the description, there will be a link. Or I can use manual calculations to do this. For manual calculations, I use Excel and the Markowitz model. Uh, the manual calculations are also in my course, Financial Instruments and Analysis, a Practical Guide. This is the 11-hour Udemy course, very, very useful if you want to learn and get these models. This process, uh, the portfolio construction process in Excel that I do, aims to know precisely what percentage of each stock should be in my portfolio to get the lowest possible expected loss, given my required return. If you are interested in getting these applications, getting this uh, knowledge, not applications, knowledge, I'm sorry, you can take my financial course I, as I've noted above. Now, uh, let me tell you why I never rely on other analysts' opinion. Of course, it's up to you. You can rely if you want to, but I never do this. This is because analyst view, including stock target price calculation, is very subjective. You don't know the analyst required rate of return, WAG. It can be calculated differently. You don't know their assumptions, how they came up to that number and how they forecast free cash flow. They can take five years, 10 years or 20 years and your final result will depend greatly on this data. 
and you also don't know what data they examine. You also don't know their investment goals and cannot say the most important moments they are paying attention to. Analyst goals can differ from your goals and they use their custom models that they are not sharing with the public. Of course, this can be DCF, DDM, but they customize it and add additional assumptions, additional things. This can be very long and very difficult models built in Excel or in any other, using any other powerful engines. If you examine analyst stock target prices or financial data forecast, you will notice that the estimates and calculations vary significantly from analyst to analyst. All the calculations are subjective and analysts have their assumptions. That is why it's a good idea to use your models. Or you can choose the analyst you trust and select his analysis. It's totally up to you. It would be best if you decided for you, for yourself, will you be using some analyst calculations or read their research reports or research reports or use your own models. You can also use the web-based application stock target price, as I've mentioned above, to calculate the stock target price or stock fair value, sometimes analysts call it like that, and calculate the gross potential, define the excellent stock entry and exit point. With this application, it's possible to do in a seconds. Now you know about different models and how analysts use them to undertake equity valuation and construct an efficient portfolio. I hope my episode was helpful. Thank you very much for listening and please visit the webpage Diverset, the link again in the website section. If you scroll down this episode, you will find the link. Thank you very much for watching and have a great time trading and analyzing your investments. Thank you and bye.